This week on the Push Wallows podcast, we talk about the Tiger King and finding the motivation right now. Peace, it's there. Three, two, one. It's daylight savings, mate. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Four Legs podcast with myself, Dan Meek. And me, Tom Hall. What's going on, bro? Yeah, all right. I woke up this morning, looked over at my clock, and I was like, oh, yeah, nice. Like, you know, like eight o'clock or something. I was like, yeah, decent. And then rolled out of bed, I was like, shit, it's nine o'clock. <laughs> like, oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we totally, like, find out because we were up, up late uh, watching Tiger King. And then I was like, I looked at the, the clock, and I was like, how the hell is it 2 a.m.? I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah, it went forward already. I was like, I swear we only just watched this so many episodes. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's from forward. I was like, we better go to bed. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's weird, though, because at the moment, there's no sense of time anyway. So it's a fucking good time. No, no one's going to worry, are they? Like, you know. On the plus side, that's one less hour we have to be in self-isolation. So <laughs> tell you what, I... Yeah, I think the reality, I think it, I had work this week, obviously, till Friday, kind of did a check-ins Friday, and then I think Saturday, yeah, yesterday, yeah, yesterday, it kind of hit me a little bit. I was a bit like, okay, now I'm fucking bored. Like, I'm done. Like, I'm I'm kind of fed up with this yeah. or whatever. Um, and also, I think for us, like, Isabel's starting to get the same way, so that's obviously difficult as well. Um, but has anyone else, by the way, do this? I mean, if one of people are nodding along listening to this. On Netflix, do you find yourself more tempted to watch something you already watched than watch something new? Like, I can't bring myself to There's some stuff on there. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, but it could be a waste of time to watch it. And it's not very good. Because I know <laughs> that this is like half decent. And I'm like, I've kind of watched it. I don't know why, but there's such a, a, a mass amount of films and TV series. But I can't bring myself to start yeah, watching one. In case You're it's always shit. like, you have to like, yeah, you, you end flicking through endlessly. It's an investment, and then isn't like, it? And then you're like, I'll just watch Friends. Um. Yeah, I just do. <laughs> but like, I do it all the time. Like, I just find so I, I I watch like Only Fools and Horses or like The Office or Afterlife or Derek or I watch a Ricky Gervais stand up or what, a Moneyball. I watched the other day film. I was like, I know what happens, but I was like, it's a good film. And then I don't know. I was just like, so if anyone's got any recommendations for good films or TV series that you know is good that I haven't already seen because that's not a big amount by the way. I think the last one I really watched and invested in was Billions. It was incredible. And then again on like Netflix, I was on there like Line of Duty's on there. And I was like, that's good. I might watch that again. Top Boy, very, very good. I might watch that again. But then I remembered <laughs> that these were all Once Upon a Time series that I'd never watched before and I enjoyed them. So there must be others out there, which is why I start watching Tiger King because that copped up and I was like, oh, I've heard so, people talking yeah, about we this. Just, we just said, like, so I didn't know anything about it until no, I... yeah, Chloe, Chloe was talking about it. Her friends were talking about it. Uh, Doug was talking about it. And then we were like, all right, we've got to watch it now then. Um, and I, I was like, I Googled it and just, and it had popped up the first thing on Netflix. That was, that was the thing to watch on there. And I was like, I know this guy. I was like, not obviously personally, but I was like, I've, <laughs> yeah. watched, I've watched a documentary about this guy before. And Louis Theroux did a documentary about big cats in or dangerous dangerous animals in America like four or five years ago. I was like, yes, that's the guy. He's the guy that was on Louis Theroux's show. I was like, I'm not, I, I was like, I already know what's going to happen. <laughs> Didn't realise there was such internal politics within the big cat community. But, oh yeah, um... the big cat community is fucking going <laughs> off, isn't it? Hey, <laughs> I think the weirdest the weirdest guy's the other guy. One with like the, all the wives. He's a fucking the, the, fruitcake. The, the doctor of um, he's oh. got a doctor of uh, mystical science. 
that he's is what his, his doctorate is in mystical science because i was like because we were like when when he first got started getting interviewed we were like oh, he's the one that seems most sane like when you just when you're just speaking initially. to him he seems, initially he's like he seems like he's got a brain he's doing the right thing or whatever at the start of it and then you're like hang on a minute no he's got a doctorate in mystical science which is a branch of theology and everybody's this basically branch of studying I guess religion and mm. god like events i believe um it's really interesting so there's the i guess the three main people are this joe what's his surname exotic there we go <laughs> i don't think it is really i think he might that have changed it, it he changed but... it yeah and then there's um, this other girl is it carol is it carol caroline what's her name karen carol Something like that, yeah this woman who just fucking man, she's such a hippie it's unreal yeah i i just i, I mean i don't want to spoil it for people in case they want to watch it but it's it, it is it, it i mean i'm i think there's eight episodes and i think we're three or four in so you aren't you so and it's just about to get it's getting spicy and and there's a bit of there's some stuff going on and um it's mental yeah. like that joe exotic guy is a hillbilly redneck gun shooting big cat guy but he's also gay has two husbands um and is but actually out of all of it i think actually out of all of it though i think he's the one who's most likely to be i don't think he's done much wrong i think he's sound like in the grand scheme he ran for president didn't he (laughs) oh fuck off did he yeah He just um, he's a bit eccentric but he just loves you can tell he just loves tigers do you know what i mean like i don't know i just feel like he's probably he's all right i think he you know seems like a fun guy carol baskin is the guy like there's a whole vendetta against this girl who's uh so his what's his called w something for zoo something like that um and then she's got um her animal rescue or rescue cats or big cat big cat rescue that's what's called and, yeah, it's uh, just basically an, imp- an impound for tigers. It's not a it's rescue same, at all. It's the same fucking thing. Like she's like, I don't believe stuff in cages. Love, there's a cage behind with a big cat. <laughs> you're standing there. You do. You're doing the same thing. Yet your people are volunteers, and you've also set up this network. Which I was like, I've just watched a Scientology uh, thing by Louis Theroux again, and I was like, you've set all these tier systems for like wearing different coloured shirts and how long you have to spend being a volunteer to be able to get to a ranking within your community of the big cat rescue bit. And I was like, that's exactly what Scientology do, <laughs> and that's a cult. And I was like, you're generally kind of <laughs> gradually creating this cult-like following. But she, mm. she's got like millions and millions of viewers, isn't she? She hit social media hard. Um, you probably take this now, mate. But yeah, she's the psycho one out of the lot. I mean, I think. I'm not going to ruin it for anybody, but I mean, her husband is definitely in that septic tank. So, uh, yeah. tiger's got him, mate. <laughs> you think she fed into a tiger? Wouldn't surprise me. What, it's either one of the one of the two. And if then, you had to kill someone and you had a mass amount of big cats like that and you wanted to get rid of all the evidence, that's what you'd do, mate. I mean, you would do it, wouldn't you? Like, it's crazy, absolutely crazy. This millionaire, multi-millionaire, and uh, yeah, she's doing all right. And yeah, that other guy is an absolute doctor of what's his face is a nut job. Um, he's interesting. Has like four or five wives, and then like I don't know preordains them into doing weird stuff and yeah 
It's typical America, isn't it, really? Do you know what I mean? Right. Just... I mean, we'll, we'll watch the rest of the episodes and then we'll, we'll catch up again. <laughs> yeah, next <laughs> week. Next, next episode, we'll be on it, mate. Like, it's crazy right now. Yeah, but we need, we need it to... I don't know. I think I'm an episode ahead of you as well, so I don't want to spoil anything else. Oh, no, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> All I know is I'm going to dress up as a Joe Exotic for Halloween next year. This year, sorry. What, you're going to wear a leopard, leopard skin fucking thong and that's it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> and a gun. Jesus Christ, he's always got a gun. Oh. You see, the, the woman got like her arm ripped off though as well. In Yeah. Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? And then she was like, oh, I've got to get... She was back working there within five days. She was like, oh, but the media are a win. You just got rip, your arm ripped off by a tiger. Like, it was almost as if she was blaming herself for it as well. She's yeah. like, oh, you know, yeah, it's not a tiger's fault. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> don't, put your, don't put your arm in a cage as well. So, you know, yeah. probably wouldn't bother doing that. <laughs> but, yeah. It's so, yeah, fun. if anyone else got any more recommendations, please do let us know. Because, um, like I said, I'm always up for watching a good... Um, something good on netflix so but if i if i watch what you recommend and i waste my time i will be really pissed off <laughs> so we've been we've also been watching top chef which is on amazon prime you won't you aren't you're not on prime are you uh, i'll show it with you but top chef's really good it's basically it's just a big it's a cookery show but american and over the top you'd really like it you like it's it's I like a I don't like I don't like over the top Americans though. So. It's a, yeah, that's the annoying thing. It's like the Break British Bake Off on steroids, um, basically. It's good. It's good fun. Um, but not there's not as much bants. They're all yeah. a bit too intense. Because uh, it's American though, isn't it? So it's not going to be. There's no bants. They're just like yeah, we must win. Ah. Whereas the British Bake Off's a little bit more chill, a bit of a laugh. Right, mate. Um, what else do we talk about? Um, I just a disclaimer: don't do pull offs off, off doors whilst. Uh, Whilst you're in quarantine, I've seen. <laughs> do you see Eric Helms's post? He no, was doing some pull-ups. So people obviously have been uh, doing pull-ups. Doors cannot hold your body weight. Like they're not connected. <laughs> yeah. They're not like. Uh... Just in case if anybody hasn't seen it, but Eric if, people, Helms, if people saw, if people saw the the size of the screws that hold doors in, they'd be like, nah, no, not doing that. <laughs> And then, like, he did a post of him doing some, like, pull-ups off the door, and then he immediately did a post, like, the day after, was like, FYI, with being, like, cross through what he did, he was like, I've been taught, <laughs> like, uh, contacted by a load of carpenters and people, and been like, yeah, don't do this, because doors will break, and you will fall and hurt yourself and break your doors. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that not just common sense? Like, is that no, 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 not, it's like... not, it's definitely not, because I've seen, I've, I've seen it on a few people's stories, I only follow about four or five Fuck. people on Instagram and I've seen it at least three or four times that people do pull wow. doors. Don't so you do can, so with doors, what I've seen some people try and do is they try and, you know, I've even seen people like wrap um, like their dressing gown, like cord over the top and do like rows with it. And even that I was like, surely something's going to break at some point. Like I get the, because you're meant to be able, there's a TRX fitting, isn't there? To put yeah. through it. I think that obviously, but you shut the door, don't you? So yeah, you and you also have to make sure it's the right way. You have to you have to do way. it the right way so that it's up yeah. against the whole door frame. Yeah, so it's up there next near, near the hinge door. Don't do it on the other end. <laughs> it's just it's all about lever systems and where you're. Where that's, that's actually where about moment arms and torque is. <laughs> yeah, true. exactly. Mechanics. Um, but yeah, don't do that, please. But interestingly, on, in, though, I was um, so interestingly. Here we go. Here's a question for you because I actually am in the process of writing up 
Chloe's upper body session for indoors with no equipment. And the only thing that the only, the only exercise you can do for your back really with very little equipment is a table row. That's like the only one that's pretty. And even then I've seen some people try and do a table row and just fucking pull their table over. And I'm just like, no, it has to be certain types of tables. You can't just fucking rock up to a table. That's got like tiny little legs and row on it. Like people are just losing all sorts of common sense, aren't they? At this, at this point in time. But, um, yeah, don't do it on like a fucking glass table or like a little like corner table or like a little one. Like, oh, just be smart. Yeah. Save you, save you some time. There's nothing she can do a row in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's got bands. Don't worry, mate. Um, or some little mini bands. Be fine. Um, but yeah, I'll show you people because I've only got some equipment here, like some little mini bands and white one band that you can do shit tons of like banded pull aparts with. Obviously, you can double it up and make it stronger or whatever. But see what you can do with the mini bands. The little glutey bands and stuff. Not, I'm gonna do everything but those little walks, little crab walks, basically. Yeah, do it. Fucking hell. <laughs> I'll be like, you don't have to just do this. Do other stuff with it. Doesn't matter. It's alright. Um, but yeah, but I actually did. I realised. Well, we we're basically one week in now, aren't we, of actual lockdown. But two weeks since. Uh, two weeks. It's two weeks two... in, if you're smart, though, isn't it? Yeah, two if you've weeks been doing it properly. I've been two weeks and a couple of days, basically, because my last day at work was the Friday last year. So I'm two weeks and two days. So I've been to work since then. It feels really odd now. I'm like, yep. So uh, I want to go to work. <laughs> Weird. Um, but I actually did my first proper quarantine workout yesterday. Do you know what I did, Dan? Just people want some ideas. I even wrote it down. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so I did... Five rounds of, yeah. I, I did five rounds, 10 reps of each, nonstop of reverse lunge sliders. Wonderful. You write some. Then into press ups, 10. But I changed, I varied the press up each time. So it was a little bit more kind of, I don't know, upper pec dominant. So incline dominant, then down. And I basically changed a little variation every single time. Yeah. I did, then I did some lateral sliders, but I made it hip dominant. So it was like a, a lateral deadlifty movement, not a lateral lungey movement. So it was hip because obviously I did the reverse lunge. That was the quad one, right? I did some banded pull aparts in a hinged position. Um, so I guess that's like whatever they are. They like flies, banded flies. Yeah, like or rear, yeah, rear, rear things. I was just doing millions of them. So between ten and fifteen until I got tired. Not, 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 not millions though, probably. <laughs> not literally millions, but yeah. Till I got tired because I was like, I need to do a lot of these because I'm doing a lot of press-ups. And then I did some my hamstring sliders because I've got sliders, so I'm, I'm using them all the time. <laughs> um, you can use towels. It's fine. So hamstring slides. After about four sets, about three or four sets of those, I was like, I'm gassed. So I just did the eccentric bit. So I was like, yeah, this is hard. And then RKC planks. Um, so I did five rounds of six different exercises. Didn't stop. That was fun. You know, and the then sliders, I- another good one on the sliders is doing a saw plank. Similar, so like, obviously, with the, you know, the I can say, but you just... So, move. yeah, with, with the plank thing, I basically changed the plank. So I did I did some sore ones, but those are on this floor. It's not very nice. It's kind of laminate hard uh, wood flooring because it kind of moves your, I don't know, you basically look like you're scraping your forearm on the floor the whole time. You need to do it on a cushion or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. and then, so I did that, then gave myself three minutes, 
And then I've worked out, I was like, I've done 50 press-ups, so I might as well do 100. Um, that's that's so, the logical, next logical thing. <laughs> so I was, I'm going to do something like this every every other day, I think. That's all I, I, I can stomach. Um, but I am going on for, like, big... I've got to do a big bike ride tomorrow. So I've got to. I will do. Yeah. Big bike I, think, I think with it, like, I am... Um... I'm not done, mate. I did some, uh, so I did 50 oh, press-ups. And then I did uh, some kind of RDL sprinters, which I might do a post about some of the, it's not plyometric. It's not plyometric. <laughs> it's like quick, rapid movement and understanding because everybody's gone super low and no slow and tempo and time under tension. But there's also a different yeah. way of, doing it, of going super fast and movement with more intent. So I do a variant of that. I might as well do a post. I mean, it is the time, isn't it? So, might be on the CTC one instead, but they've got actually more important stuff to post about. Oh, yeah, everybody who um, signed up for the free PTC course, well done. I think we reached over 1,500 people. So, that's pretty good. Getting some decent content. Uh, everybody can just pay for some stuff afterwards. That'd be wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah but- uh, but serious, all all good. Um, should be fun. We'll put some more stuff together. Um, that should be updated. So, thank you for joining team. Essentially, what were you going to say, Daniel? Uh, no, I'm just saying. I think it's one of those things where um, I haven't been motivated to work out at home either. Like I've just been. I've got all the stuff. I've got TRX. I've got bands. I've got no, sliders. I, I did, I and I've got sure. and I've got dumbbells. I've got fucking dumbbells. I've got 22 kilos. <laughs> like most people would kill for what I've got. And I was like. I've not been motivated and it's interesting because on check-ins this week I had a lot of clients sort of say they weren't feeling motivated uh, they can't motivate themselves to like track their calories or track their food or to train properly and stuff and I was like 100% normal 100% I'm with you like, I get it every I get every single thing you're saying because we're in a different scenario you're busy you've got work on you've all these other stuff and like I think a lot of the people that have managed to to get on with it and, and crack on with their workouts are sort of they've they maybe got a little bit less work on maybe than before. So like if they're working from home, they feel like they've got a bit more time and they feel like they're still in a bit of a routine. They can do it. Whereas other people that I found are finding it's tough. They've still got a lot of work on or they're very, very busy because they're related to um, the jobs that are essential potentially. And I just feel like, I'm I trained yesterday and I was like first time I was like right I'm I'm ready now I was like I'm fucking sick of this I feel shit I feel awful I was like I can do some stuff so I literally just did um single arm dumbbell rows we've only got it only goes up to 22 kilos but I was like I'll just do as many as I can on my weaker side match it on the other side and then did like overhead tricep extension of the TRX lovely exercise love that movement uh, and I just did those back to back for as long as I could until I got like knackered and couldn't carry on so I just did like probably like maybe eight rounds of that and then yeah. did um, and I did a f- dumbbell floor press with the bicep equivalent of the t- on the TRX and did that. And I think I just did eight, eight of them as well. But it was enough for me to get going. And I'm like, after I did it, I was like, I felt good. Yeah, I'm, a bit sore, I'm a bit sore this morning. I felt good. And I was like, right, today I'm not, I wasn't going to do anything. But I was like, right, tomorrow I'll be able to, I know that I'll be like, right, I can do something. And it's only the motivation comes about once you start doing stuff, once you start going about it, but also with the news that's come out today that we're going to be like this for quite a while, it kind of sinks in and you kind of go, actually, I'm ready now. Like you have a bit of a, like say a pity party. You're like, Oh, I can't train. I don't like this. This is shit. And then you go, actually, I'm going to have to make the most of this because this is all I've got. So I will be doing shit and I will have to make the most of it. Um, it's just important to remember that. I think. Yeah. It's weird. Then obviously the news that came out today, we recorded this on a Sunday. Um, was it three to six months? of kind of yeah. re- some sort of restrictions. So we, I think, obviously we're not the gospel of knowledge, but I'm going to say we were speaking 
so I don't know, just from the gym perspective for people in London, um, uh, I've been talking to actually the fitness directors of First Base, fitness director of Gymbox, which we were doing the PTC, and best case scenario, probably July that we reopen. We're talking best case scenario. I know from like the Gymbox kind of guys, it could, they're talking like, they've got plans for july and then every two months of reopening all the way till january next year mm. they've prepared they're they're literally putting plans together so it's like july and then they'll think september and they'll think like november then they'll think january they've got two months periods and that's going to be their plan for those two months if they reopen those two months if they reopen because they're expecting a drop-off of people right because they're like mm. all right well trainers and staff aren't going to come back the fact is that every two months they're thinking an extra 10 to 20% of people will not come back to work and they'll go do something else, which is going to be a royal thing. I think some people will switch careers after this as well. They'll I think, well, I, I, had a, I had a chat with one of my clients, one of my ex-clients the other day. She, um, she did that. She quit her job and she started a brand new job um, about a year ago. I think that's it's kind of why she had to stop coaching because she really didn't have the money and she had to, she was going to make this big change and she wanted to do it because she hated her job and commuting and the hours and stuff. And she was speaking to her the other day and she was saying that this will be the best time to ever do it because your financial security is gone for a lot of people from their job potentially. So she was like, if that was one of the things that was holding you there, you're like, well, that's gone. You realize how much time there is in the day. You can learn an upskill. And then once everything's kind of like I said, 12, 16 weeks, a lot of people can upskill in that time frame enough yeah. to get a job in something. Um, I mean, in a PT, if you did that, you could probably retrain four times and go and get a job somewhere. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like it, just to give you an idea of, I suppose, what it takes to retrain, like, there'll be, there, there will be a dropper, but there'll also be people, I think, who, wanted to, who want to retrain as yeah. into fitness as well. So maybe, maybe not. You might, you might even itself out. But I do think that... Um, for a lot of people, it will like I think it will reset and recalibrate that whole thing of what people want out of out of life. And I think a lot of people who likewise maybe wanted to try being an entrepreneur, or try being that doing their own business, I think will now go back to employed work or look to go back to employed work because they sense the insecurity of it and stuff. And I think you know there's a lot of people talking a lot of stuff, and and I think some of the entrepreneurs that I follow have sort of saying that something like this makes or breaks you know, those sorts of people who are going to go on and do that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, it is, it is a time that people will, I think, sort of figure out what they want out of things um, with that. And I also think as well, like without sounding too harsh, I think there's a, there will be in every business, probably some sort of recalibration of personnel. Like it's a chance for companies to kind of, I suppose, decide who they need and who they don't need. And, and it's harsh as that sort yeah. of sounds companies are going to use it as, an, as a reason or as a, as a chance to, to streamline their, their employees or their staff or their consultants or whatever. And, you know, if you're a really good, solid, you know, I suppose, trainer or you know, whatever you are, um, you know, you'd, you'd probably be all right. Like, you'd probably be fine. I mean, um, if I'm really honest, I'm probably look over on my shoulder because an education coordinator or education lecturer within a company, I'm an expense. I'm not, I'm not essential at all. I'm a, I'm a complete luxury of upskilling within house and a lot of other gyms do not have people within this position. Uh, like, yeah, I, we know that pure gym wouldn't have it. We don't know that any, most big kind of gyms wouldn't have it. So yeah, but it's also what separates third space from other gyms. That's the USP. So yeah. So it's, it's an interesting one, but if it gets, if it becomes a business standpoint, that part of my salary would be gone 
so potentially, um, yeah. which is interesting. So watch this space. <laughs> but I'm employed, so. You might have to go back to training more than two people a week, Tom. I know, that's, you know what I mean? that's, oh, that's, hard, that's hazardous. Okay. Um, it's fine. I just do more, more work elsewhere. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like this desk life. Actually, I don't. It's, it's tough. Um, no, but I do think that people will, like, I, I sent out an email the, the other day about sort of predictions, and it, some of them were tongue-in-cheek, but some of them were kind of serious. And I do think a lot of people now will have been told that they can't work from home, and their companies have made them work from home, essentially, now, and they're going to sort of go... When I come back, any chance I can have two days a, a week working from home and, and that, have have that sort of better work-life balance potentially? Yeah. Um, because people will realise how well they can work at home. You know, I think because be... because you because you have to now because it's not about like I think when some people work from home, if they do it one day a week, they kind of get distracted. They maybe don't work as well because they don't know how to work as well at home. But now yeah. after twelve weeks of working at home, you're going to have to figure out how you work best at home. Whether you work best in the morning, the evening, whether in silence with music, you know, you know, uh, outside, inside, whatever. But you're going to realize quickly how you work best. Um, I mean, companies I, are fi- going to help with I figured that I have to have standing. So like how, how I record the show, I stand the whole time, don't I? And when I'm working, I'm useless if I sit on the sofa or if I just sit at a desk, I'm really bad. So I have to have it up here and bum, 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 bum. So I, I think standing and being able to just wander around slightly and then come back to it, think, come back to it is big for me. And I think I will be working from home a little bit more with the PTC stuff because I have like one and a half to two days of doing that. that I don't have mm. to go to the office, but if, if, unless it's filming or meetings. So it will be interesting because previously, I'd, if I go to the office there, I'd sit at a desk and I probably why I got so tired because I was just like, geez, I'm not used to this at all. But yeah. I'd probably, it'd be better for me to have a standing desk because um, I fidget as well. So it's not annoying. Instead of just, I'm one of those tappers as well if i'm sitting for a long time moving my feet around and yeah really annoying person to be around i mean you know that so yeah you are very annoying to be around <laughs> it'd be interesting i think i think there'll be a case of all these industries that require a hell of a lot of travel and if all this all the zoom skype facetimey meetings actually have some sort of purpose possibly there won't be as much need for traveling um all that kind of stuff and we're actually finding out how many meetings need to be an email so which is great. Yeah, quite a lot. <laughs> so, because I, obviously I've got a few clients that travel, I think, yeah, record. One girl who works in private equity, she averages between 20 and 30 flights a month. And she's like, she's obviously hating it right now because she's like, this is weird, so weird. She'd rather have like 10 flights a month would be nice, a nice thing to do. But she was like, probably on the back end of this, yeah, we'll we'll realise the need that we don't need to be. Some obviously will have face-to-face, but Zoom and all that kind of stuff will, as it gets better and better and better and better, and people are doing stuff with, yeah. Why not? It's going to happen, isn't it? It's just like this, yeah. we're, we're, we're nearly four years in. We're over four years in doing Skype stuff, Skype recordings. And we, we've not upped our technology once. So yeah, we, To be fair, we could go to Zoom. I think it's probably better than Skype. I think Skype's yeah, pretty old fair. school, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's... I just think the world will fundamentally change like after this. And, and not from a... I don't think like not from a doom and gloom point of view, just from a, how we do things is going to, to, to change somewhat. I think it's going to... Um, it's going to change, like I said, business for sure. Um, but I actually think for the better, it might actually help people... The, with the whole work-life balance, I do think companies are going to start to realise actually 
you know, when they get their employees back, they're actually going to feel like, you know, A, they're going to want to come back to office to work, but I think they're also going to feel the benefit of, of seeing their family and all that. So there's loads of things I think will come off the back of it. Because um, they'll have spent more time with their family, so they want to see them more, I think, after that, do you know? But oh, really? Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe not. <laughs> well, I've not spent any time with mine. Um, yeah. I, I can't spend any time with mine. Not allowed. Oh, uh, yeah, miles away. Interesting. I wouldn't have seen, I haven't seen, well, I've seen my sisters, but I haven't seen my parents since Christmas. And that's, it might not be till next Christmas. <laughs> That'd be weird for me. Obviously, I only, I only like live 60, 60, 70 miles away. So, yeah. Crazy. You want to see, so BBC have just posted uh, six things that are booming, six industries that are booming, Dan, right yeah, now. It's bikes and exercise gear. Absolutely making yeah. it a killer, obviously. But go buy a bike because it's still, for the time being, is allowed. But there's some morons. Did you see the, there was a, there was in Derby, is it Derbyshire? Oh my God. Don't. The, the people that do it, 25 adults and some children having oh, a boot party, like karaoke, everything. Fucking idiot. And yeah. They should just be, do you know, they should just be allowed to chemically castrate those people. Just, just they can't, like, they can't reproduce. They're just not allowed to reproduce. It's awful. Nope. And do you see some of their food choices as well? Awful. Yeah, that's what that's what they got ripped for more, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> they were like, why, how is a plate full of oranges? Uh, good buffet food. Yeah. A bit weird. And an egg in the middle of a salad. Mate, it's yeah. Derbyshire. It's Derbyshire, Awful. mate. Awful. Awful. I mean? yeah. um, out, outdoor and indoor games. So apparently pool, pool tables have gone up quite a lot. Fucking hell, how much space people got in their fucking houses? It was funny, like this company, they sell put the... Um, where they go outdoor tennis t- table tennis tables it was like i sold 15 this week in the same week last year this this week i sold 124 wow wow he's, <laughs> he's making a packet he's, he's laughing isn't he? yeah <laughs> home and garden items i guess so like grow your own veg and all that kind of stuff yeah people are going to be doing that sort of shit aren't they um reading I'm guessing. So yeah, was it um, Lib- <laughs> Liberty store? Their sewing accessories are up 380 percent, and craft kits up 228 percent. Smashing right. it. Um, yeah, books up 150 percent. Pretty good. Electrical goods. Interesting. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, I guess you need a new printer, so you're going to be part of that. <laughs> so yeah laptops and printers i actually thought because john lewis was like on the last day that john lewis was open i went because it had nearly the whole store had between 30 to 70 percent off on nearly all all the clothing lines everything i was like shit i'm gonna, I'm gonna go up to the electrical bit and i was like if there's gonna be anything just to see if there was any Macs or anything and i was like nope of course they have no deals on apple <laughs> nah. i was like I do, do they if they had 30% off, I would have hands down just bought one there. I was just like, that'd be good. That's an investment. It's fine. Um, but really annoying. Coffee, apparently, is up. Strange. Coffee, yeah. Yeah. But wholesale, like, coffee. Wholesale. Like, yeah. yeah. So, uh, rave coffee, selling exotic coffees. Yeah. They've had to double their staff. Jesus Christ. Pretty good. Interesting. But because of McCloys, they don't have... Um, my Nespresso machine here, so I'm just I'm getting more and more and more and more capsules as we, as we go on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need to, yeah, I need to bring one back. I need to, 
that's not going to be part of my essential. Uh, can can that count as an essential trip? Got to go to work to go get my coffee from home. <laughs> I've got to go get my car. Obviously, that was a shitstorm, but yeah, I can get my car tomorrow. So wonderful. I was a little bit panicky about that as well because I'd cycled because went to go get my uh, give my car to the garage to cycle from here to mine and leave my bike and then walk like drive the car to the garage and then walk back to mine and cycle back and I was like it's a long winded route but I was like am I going to get stopped is this allowed it's really panicky. Because you're a law-abiding citizen, mate. Exactly. I saw a report. <laughs> I saw a report in the news the other day of a guy that got caught. He was in one of the flipping stupid groups of them. All the bodybuilders are. Of idiots. course. Um, <laughs> and it was like man got caught driving 112 miles to pick up gym equipment. And it was like you basically the long and short of it was he got a 30 quid fine, and everyone in there was like, "Yeah, I'd get a 30 quid fine to get gym equipment, no problem." Like this, and it's like it's not really the point, mate. <laughs> like. Uh, so yeah it's just all these morons as well that are going to they're driving to places to have a walk that is defeating the object of staying like near your home yeah (laughs) and yeah i don't understand it and if you're working and you're non-essential then i don't understand if you're still to come in contact with people on different places and and you're because literally you're meant to like wash your clothes if you go outside you're meant to be like these are the clothes that you wash if you're worn then you might have contacted something or they might be living on you or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't really get it. Don't get it, mate, but oh well. Um, any other business, mate? We'll hit the half an hour mark for our... No, no, we'll, we'll be back in a few days, won't we? So. We will be back in a few days. We need to we need to come up with some topics because fitness, health and fitness is slow right now. And we can't... <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have watched Exotic Tiger King by then. Exactly. So. Um, we can talk about that for an hour um, and then start some other ones. Now you need to you need to do Luther because you'll love that and Killing Eve. Okay. You need to do, if you like murder and stuff like that, Killing Eve is really good. Yeah, I think I think you enjoy it. And Luther's uh, what's his face in it? Idris Elba. So that's fun. Angry fuck. Because that reason. Yeah. You know, exactly. Yeah. Well, what a beautiful right. man. We'll give it a go. <laughs> All right, mate. Um, yeah, no business from me. Nothing's really changed. I guess keep annoying Dan on his. Uh, is Instagram? Always, always do that. How many eggs are you down to? Three. Ooh, I think I'm down to about four. I'm three or four as well. But as you saw, that I bought bought the shop out of Califia, so it's good. Hoarding, stockpiling. <laughs> no. There was only there was only three left, and I was like, fine, I'll buy them all. It's good. Idiot. <laughs> all right, mate. I'll see you next week. Oh no, I'll see you like in a couple of days. Jesus. <laughs>